This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you. On a Tuesday, presented as always by BetMGM, we'll start to look forward to Week 17 over the course mm-hmm. of the show and, and thoughts on some of these gigantic games. But, Joe, let's do some quick hitters here on games we haven't touched on yet. I mean, if, if we had come on the day after this game, it probably would have been the lead. It's been a few days now. Cowboys 40, Eagles 34 in one of the wildest games of, of the week. Um Look, I, I thought the Eagles would lose the game the whole week when, when Minch, I knew Minshew was playing. Now, he didn't play poorly. He did have three turnovers. But I, I thought for the most part he played okay. Um, but Dallas, how about Dak in that game? Dak Prescott had the pick six early, and then he was almost perfect for three hours. Like, the ball didn't hit the ground. He was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a great game. Um, and that ca- it shows, though, when you have two big-time offenses, two big-time defenses, in the NFL, the offenses win. That's what that showed me. Yeah, the over hit by 25 and a half points. And it was one of the highest totals of the week. Uh, an absolute shootout there. Uh, Mitch, you teased me, man. I, I Sunday before the games, I decided to uh, to bet Minshew to lead all of the Saturday passers in yards at 20 to 1. And that was live. But the problem is Joe Burrow had 375. He was, mm. was he like 20 short? Something like that? Yeah. But it, it was it. It's the exact scenario that I needed. Just an, an up-and-down game with all of that scoring, chasing a little bit at the end. But uh, speaking of in the end, you mentioned Dak turnovers, and that's fair. Wow, if you look at Dak this year, every you realize he has, a, he has an interception in every full game he's played this year. And I'm, I know he's coming off a great performance, but that's something that I was looking at earlier. I was like, wow, that, wow I can't believe that. Uh, the Philly turnovers. I mean, it had four turnovers and a fourth-down failure which is basically five turnovers in that game. I mean, that, that was the difference. That's what it came down to. One quick thing. I, I think people weren't talking about this when I was watching some stuff yesterday. Like, yeah, Hurts to Minshew, right? Like, Minshew's numbers were fine. They lost the whole ground game without Jalen Hurts. Like, there was no complimentary football. They couldn't stay on the field, right? And I thought their defense suffered because it was it – was like, the Eagles need their defense to come off the field. Let her, like they run the ball. They hold the ball. Time of possession, all that. I thought I thought that's where they felt missing Jalen Hurts was really in the running game more than the passing game in this one. They missed him. Uh, yeah, before we move on to the, to, to the rest of the slate, losing but you score 34, does that lose the MVP when he's out? Hurts. Hurts is out. Yeah, I they think- still score 34 points on a really good defense. For most of the year. Yeah, I think he lost the MVP without playing and the loss. 
I do. Yep. Now we'll see if he plays this okay. week. We, you know, we'll get to that. He's, he's going to push to play, and they might need him to play. So we'll see. But I, I think that game probably lost the MVP. All right, Buffalo 35, Bears 13. Again, Josh Allen, two more picks. I mean, this was a game, you said it, Joe, he could have cemented maybe putting himself back in the mix for the MVP. I didn't think he did that. I know he ran for a touchdown, and they won the game by 22 points. But what, what was Allen? 15 to 26, 172 yards, two picks? He didn't play great. Yeah. Oh, and those two picks were really ugly against the NFL's worst defense. It's like, Josh, what did you see? Where exactly were you throwing it? Now, because of the talent discrepancy, they end up running away with it in the very end. They ran all over the Bears. They won because of the run game. They didn't win because of Josh Allen, and that's worth pointing out. Singletary goes over 100 and scores. Cook almost hit 100, and he scored. His prop was 28 and a half, and we talked about that because the Bears can't stop the run. It was expected to be you know, in favor heavily for Buffalo, and it was. Um, the, the, Bear, the Bills more than doubled them up in yards, 7.3 mm-hmm. yards per play, but the majority of that was uh, the run game, and the Bills win the AFC East. Once again, a surprise to no one, heavy favorite in the offseason, same deal all season. Um, it's funny we talk about uh, the Eagles and Bills here back to back. There, we'll we'll get to it with the awards, but there's some disagreement between sports books on who should be third, who should be fourth. Uh, right now, everyone has Mahomes one, Burrow two, but there's disagreement on should Hurts be the third favorite or should it be Josh Allen? At this point, I don't think it matters because there's only two games left and neither of them is going to win. Yeah, it's probably going to be Mahomes here. Uh, one quick thing: my Bears' worst record, ten to one before the season. We are live. We are uh, live with the t- the Texans have the Jaguars and the Colts. I think they win one more. They could beat the Colts in the final week. Very live, very live. Which means the Bears are very live for the number one overall pick, and they yep. actually have a quarterback. We think they have a quarterback, unless this new regime. You know, studies up and think they believe there's a quarterback that's definitely going to be much better than Justin Fields. Wow, they would be in a great spot to move down. Um, we'll talk about that maybe with Michael Felder a little bit. But uh, it, you're right, that's not dead. And those odds were getting better and better for a while because uh, the Bears are winning some some games in the middle of the season, but they've lost a lot in a row. And you know what I want. I want the Bears to keep on losing. If you're Lovey Smith, you know you're out. You know you're out. What do you care? I'm going to go win. They're playing a win. You can see the way they've – it's been four weeks in a row. The Texans have been close in these games. Obviously, right. we could hit that right now. The Texans, um, 19. The Titans, 14. Amazingly, the Titans are not dead because that Week 18 game between the Jaguars and Titans will be, no matter what happens this week, an AFC South title game. What, what, I don't know what you call that. I wonder, I wonder if that's going to be the Sunday night game. If there's no better options, mm. like they know it's a win and in. They, yeah, know it's, a, if, it's a division if, title like, game. If Packers Lions is in it, if that doesn't right. come down to the end, yeah, yeah, it could that be could that. Be. But the Texans win, um, and the Titans without Tannehill now, they are so limited. Malik Willis, twenty-three pass attempts, Joe, for ninety-nine yards. He can't throw. Yeah. I mean, they can't throw the football. They're in big trouble. Yeah, they are. I mean, what? They're done. The last thing the NFL wants is to see Tennessee find a way to get in there because that's just no an way. automatic – yeah, that's – you're right. You're right about if, if you're able to face the four, if the four ends up being Tennessee. But 
The league does not want that to be Tennessee. Neat. The weird thing about Houston hanging around in all these games, it's not like they're moving the football. I don't know exactly what they're doing. Neither offense in this game got to the 300-yard mark. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Very bizarre. It, it, it was very weird. Yeah. Um, all right, speaking of 300-yard mark, was it 320 yards rushing? The team of BetQL Daily, the Lions, who had made this charge to the playoffs. Boy, that, that thing went off the rails on Sunday. And it wasn't the offense. You know, we had talked about Goff outdoors. Um, Jared Goff, 25 of 42, 355, three touchdowns, no picks. He wasn't stop, perfect. Stop. No, no. I will not allow that, sir. I will, uh, that was, was all defense. garbage. It was all but it was garbage. The defense. But did he lose the game? <laughs> did he lose the game? Yeah, kind of. They were, the they were down the entire game. Yes, yes. Um, okay, look. I, I heard a lot of people trying to tell me that the Lions' defense was getting a lot better. No. <laughs> no. Five, a team record. This is a team that's gone to Super Bowls, okay, in the Panthers. This is a team that had an MVP winner in Cam Newton as their quarterback. They had a right. team record 570 yards on Saturday against this pathetic Lions defense. And I, I push back on the golf stuff because he had a touchdown when they were down by 24. He had a touchdown when they were down by 21 points. So there was a lot of garbage in there. And the funny thing is, and Foreman ends up leading the league in rushing this week. Uh, all the people that had the guts to go to Foreman in fantasy, uh, in the fantasy playoffs, Big move. It was also Hubbard. Hubbard had a great day as well. They could not stop the run. It, could, it, it, was, it was terrible, man. Carolina, 8.8 yards per play. 8.8 yards per play. I mean, the Panthers are playing good football. I know the Bucks found a way again, but are the, are the Panthers not a better team right now than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? How about this? This tells you all you need to know. That line on that game for Sunday for Week 17, Panthers at Bucks, effectively mm-hmm. the NFC South Championship game, right? I guess the Panthers would also have to win the final week, or one of them would have to. I don't know if it's like clinch when you win, but okay, it basically is. Bucks are only fair by three at home against Sam Darnold and the Panthers. That tells you everything you need to know. This game's almost even. Should they be favored by three? Should they be? 
No, the Bucks are terrible. Another one of those games where they win. They've won three of these games at the end where it's like, they're terrible. Why'd they win that game? Uh, so um, I had a big teaser bet, and the last leg was Tampa Bay, and uh, they fell down 16-6. to six. I fell asleep. <laughs> it, 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 it makes perfect sense. Tampa Bay, Arizona, even though I had a big bet, it was so bad that I fell asleep. And I'm like, and I check my phone in the morning. I'm like, oh, I lost this bet. I know I lost this. And he didn't do that again with all the garbage at the end and come back when he did. He did. He found a way. I, I, yeah. Tampa Bay somehow won that game because they, they couldn't put him away. Um, Arizona's yep. got McSorley. I mean, there's another quarterback that can't play. God, some of the quarterback play that we're witnessing at this juncture in the season is just oh, it's vomit inducing. It's Tampa Bay favored by more than a touchdown on the road. Like, I'm mad at myself. Like, why didn't I fight for that pick in the contest? We should have been. Why is Tampa Bay – and I even said it at one point. Why are they favored by over a touchdown over any team in the NFL? It, it should not have been the case. And I know how bad Arizona is at home. But it's Tampa Bay. They can't even get to the 20 mark. And in overtime, they still didn't get to the 20 mark in this game. But uh, teaser hit. Oh, they are pathetic. Uh, Tampa Bay, worst against the spread record in the NFL, 3-11-1 ATS, which I think the market is still off on them for them to be favored by a field goal. Yeah, and it, well, it's been off all year. I mean, it, it's been ridiculous. Yeah. They, they still get a lot of credit within the marketplace, and it is bizarre that they do. Uh, obviously, that game on Christmas night was pretty darn bad. Uh, anything we haven't hit on yet? I guess the, four, the 49ers commanders, the switch. I, the, the Wentz-Heineke switch, we had kind of heard that Sunday morning. They might do that. They might mm -hmm. go back to Wentz. I mean, really, yeah. that game, I never thought it was much in doubt. It was, a, it was a Niners day from the jump. And they just keep winning. They just, they've won the game by yeah. 17 points. Was it eight wins in a row for the Niners? Purdy, another clean game. Um, at least, I mean, another game with two touchdowns. They'd have the one pick. But played mostly well again. And that running game racked up 153 on the ground. The Niners are going to be very that's, difficult to beat. That's good defense in Washington. Good defense. I'm. How many awards are they going to take? Is it just Defensive Player of the Year, or is it more? The Shanahan is real. We laughed at the fact that Campbell, going into last week, was the second favorite for the Coach of the Year, and we saw in a, just a matter of a couple of weeks, Shanahan's odds dropped from 50 way down to being in the team photo. And we saw him get support from executives in that NFL.com poll last week for Coach of the Year. I think that's really interesting. Uh, we saw another Ritter start, which was, eh, Tyler Huntley's not as good as we thought. Bottom line, he's not. I mean, they, they just did enough to get by. They win and they cover against Atlanta. I'm, I'm glad I stayed away from that game. How about um, – oh, well, we got to get to this coming up because there is a big survivor story about what happened here. How about the Saturday night? Saturday night, the Franco Harris game. I mean, Vegas is winning throughout, and Pittsburgh finds a way to come through in the very end. Steelers dominated the box score. They outgained them by over 150 yards. The Raiders, I know we say this all the time, where they're going to have to make a lot of changes again. How do you have 201 yards of total offense with those playmakers that they have there? And the car thing. I, you know, I know we talked about Derek, Tom Brady and his future. If it's not San Francisco, and I don't know why they'd move off of Purdy or whatever they have. Or, you know, they, they're, they might win the Super Bowl. Good to the Super Bowl. But doesn't it feel like Derek Carr, this could be his last years there. Maybe that's where Brady ends up. Carr was terrible in this game. Terrible. Yeah. 
Oh, so what was that uh, TV show? Have we realized that that's what Brady was talking about? The Raiders were sticking with that sleeper? Yeah, and now he gets to come back and take his job four years later? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can see that. But but yet, yet the, they're alive still, right? The Raiders are still alive for a playoff spot. So are the Steelers. Is, I, There's a lot. Of, the, give me, the bottom of the AFC the is wide. Dead. Give me the list that's dead in the AFC. There's not many. How many There's not, are right? Here's who's dead in the AFC. Only four teams dead in the AFC. Browns. Yeah. Colts, Broncos, Texans. That's it. Everybody else is still alive going to Week 17 in the AFC. So you have 12 teams for seven spots. Yes. And so, so I did I did play around with this quickly because we, we, we're going to get to Week 17 stuff as the show goes along. And I'm like, is there motivation for the Titans and or the Jaguars? Because right? we know the final week is a title game. I think there is. So I played around in the playoff machine. There is a way they both make the playoffs because of the bottom of the AFC being so weird. So I don't know if they're not going to play hard this week, either team. Because you could lose that next week if you win this week and still make it. By the way, also 12 teams for seven spots in the NFC. Oh, the league's so got to be happy with this extra week. 24, 24 teams yeah. alive as we go down the stretch. That, I mean, that, you can't ask for anything more. New Year's Day, there are 24 teams alive in the NFL. That's, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what they want. We'll hit more on the NFL next, including... A look at the awards around the NFL. Bosa, did he wrap up Defensive Player of the Year? And what is going on right now with the MVP market? That's next on the BetQL Network.